Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you doing today? It is, as I record this, the end of November, and um, it's really super cold here in Florida. Now, I understand that we get no sympathy from the parts of the country that are barely in the single or in the double digits, but uh, when it's getting in the 30s at night in Florida, it's cold. So, hope you're uh, staying warm wherever you're at. So, here's the deal. This month, I have been talking about kind of what you can look for in an employer, what makes an employer great. And a piece of that has been the benefits piece, right? So everything from insurance to other kinds of benefits that an employer might offer, like um, education reimbursement and those kind of things. And my intention had been last week, actually, to have someone who was a benefit specialist, that's certainly not my area of expertise, who I could speak with and interview and present that to you in a podcast. And that did not work out. So I had hoped I would have someone by this week. And obviously that didn't work out either. So just know that I am still working on that. And I do want to bring in a benefit specialist because I think that for when you're first getting out of college and you're new in your career, I think it's, I think a couple things. I think it's difficult to understand the value of some of the benefits that you're being offered. I think that you, when you're in your 20s, you tend to think only about the base salary that's being offered and the benefits can make a huge difference um, in terms of the overall compensation package that you're being offered. So that's a piece of it. And the other piece of it is, is that I think sometimes you don't know what they're talking about. You don't understand the language. Uh, or what the, you know, what is this kind of benefit? What does this do for me? And rather than ask the question and, and, you know, you might worry about kind of feeling stupid in the interview, you just don't ask the questions. And so I want to give you that information here. So I promise that will come. So that left me with this week free, um, not on, on schedule to uh, figure out what I wanted to talk about tonight. So I thought about it this morning and I thought, you know, I did a live, a a Facebook live on Monday about kind of year-end purpose questions to ask yourself. And I thought, you know, I really want to dig in a little bit deeper on that because I think um, I'm actually planning a retreat for my business. I was telling someone yesterday, I'm going to take my entire staff with me on my retreat, which means I'm going alone because I am a solopreneur. But I take some time away to, you know, kind of review what what worked, what didn't work this year, and what are my goals for the coming year, and then really mapping out the strategy for at least the first quarter of the year of, of 2019 to, to achieve that goal. And so for many of you, the end of the year is a great opportunity for you to think about, are you doing the things you want to do in your professional career? Are you in the career that you want to be in? Are you in the, the specific job that you want to be in? Is there something professionally that you kind of yearn for that you're missing. I was actually talking with a, um, a a prospective client this week and she's, oh, I don't know, 24 maybe. And she was talking about, you know, I just don't think this is the path I meant to be on. I, I had a path planned out in college and then it got to the point where I was going to apply for the graduate program to get into that profession. And I decided I didn't want to do it. 
And so I took this job and it's not, it's not really fulfilling. It's not very challenging. And I just, I think there's more for me out there. There's more that I want to do and I just don't know what it is. And so one of the things that I recommended for her was my five day finding your professional purpose course. And I'm going to put the URL for that in the show notes. So you're going to have that, but I just want you to know that this course takes you through a series of exercises and assessments that you can do to kind of figure out what your professional purpose is. So if you have this sense that the path that you're on right now is not the path that you want to remain on, it's not the path that you're sort of meant to be on, then this can be a really helpful free way to get that process started. And as I said with with this individual that I spoke with this week, do this see where your head's at. Let's talk in a week. And if you still want to go through some of the formal assessments that with me, where you're taking, um, you know, psychological instruments and you're getting an interpretation of those and we're mapping out a strategy for your career, um, that kind of high touch service, then we can do that next. But let's start with the, with the pretty low risk, easy, free thing. Okay. So um, again, I'm going to put that URL for this five-day professional purpose class uh, course in the show notes. I want to um, I want to give you the questions that are on th- day five of the Finding Your Professional Purpose five-day course, um, and I'm not going to repeat them because I want you to look in the show notes, go take the course. Um, but I do want to kind of walk you through what these questions can pull out of you. That's kind of what I want to do today. So these are the same questions that are in the five-day Finding a Professional Purpose course. So number one, the question is, when I was young, I wanted to be a blank. And then the next question is, why did this appeal to me then? And does it appeal to me today? Why or why not? And here's what I like about this question. I think that many times when we're young, we we have a seed of where we want to go in our career. It's a pretty black and white seed. As I think about my children and children that I've been around, you know, they want to be a doctor or a nurse or a teacher. There's very concrete. It's the things that they've seen, that they've experienced, people they've been around, and there's no shades within those fields. You know, they haven't distinguished what grade level they want to teach or what subject they want to teach or what type of medicine they want to practice or what type of law they want to practice. It's just very cut and dry, often influenced by parents or other significant adults in their lives, teachers, people who have been very influential in their lives. So I'd I'd love to know, this question really gets at kind of what was that early seed, what was pulling at you and why? And then does that still appeal to you today, why or why not? And I think that can be extremely revealing because a lot of times if we look at why we've decided not to follow that that career, maybe it is a valid reason. But on the other hand, I've come into a lot of folks who have dismissed a career field out of hand without really researching it closely and without really giving some thought to whether that was viable for them. And the analogy that I used to use when I was in higher education was I want you to put that career And think of it as sitting on a chair in the middle of the room. I want you to get up close to that chair and I want you to walk all the way around that chair before deciding whether you want that career or not. I don't want you to stand back from the other side of the room and look at it from only one angle and say, no, I can't do that. 
And I would see that a lot with uh, the folks that I was counseling in, in higher education. They would say, you know, it's too hard to be a doctor, or I have to take too much math for this career field, or I have to do too much science for this career field, or I don't want to be in school that long. And a lot of those were suppositions that were based on a lack of, of real information. Um, and I, to juxtapose that, I remember a colleague that I worked with up at, at the last university I was at, and she had wanted to go into theater. Her undergraduate degree was in theater, and she lived in New York City and did some small roles. And what she saw as she did those roles, so she was really up close to that career field. She was really in it at a, at a small level. She saw the way that many of her friends who were, you know, trying to get into acting, how they were living, you know, how tight it was, the, the other jobs they were having to do to make ends meet. And she decided that that was not the life she wanted and has found a way to incorporate that love of theater throughout her life. But that's not the career path she chose. So that's number one. When I was young, I wanted to be a what? Why did it appeal to me then? Does it appeal to me now? Why or why not? Number two. I am uniquely designed and prepared to blank. Now notice the emphasis on, is on the word uniquely. I am uniquely prepared to. So at whatever point you're at in your career, however old you are, however many years of experience you have, what has that uniquely prepared you for? Um, and this can be a really kind of a stream of consciousness answer, just kind of listing things and, you know, just kind of not thinking about it too much, just getting it out there and then looking at it and seeing what the message is, what it's, what is that telling you? You know, so if I was to use myself as an example, I'm uniquely prepared to help people with their career paths because of 22 years in higher education, owning my own business. I'm uniquely prepared to do presentations because of the training I've had, the experience I've had, and the level of expertise that I have. So kind of think about that. I am uniquely designed and prepared to. Question number three. I love this question. I've won the lottery. I've bought everything I wanted. I've traveled everywhere I wanted to go. And now I'm bored, but I'm still quite rich. How do I want to use my talents? What do I want to do with my talents? So what I love about this question is it takes money and the concerns around money out of the equation. It takes out the things like, you know, can I afford to do that job? Can I afford the education required for that job? Um, you know, how will I live? Will I live comfortably? All those kind of things. So another way that I've heard this question and that I've posed this question before is, you know, if all jobs paid the same amount of money and had the same entry requirements, what would I choose? So I really want you to sit with that. And I, again, I think this is a great journaling question. So I've done all these things and, you know, feel free to go ahead and write down what are the things you would do? Where would you spend that money if you won the lottery? Where would you travel if you won the lottery? And really get in that space of, okay, it's six months or a year down the road. I've still got tons of money. I've, I've done the things on my, we call them bucket lists at my age, I hope. I hope if you're 20-something, you don't have a bucket list yet, but I have a bucket list. And so how would I, what would I want to do? And really think about, okay, it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday, whatever. How, what do I want my day to look like? What would I want it to be filled with? And I think that's a beautiful question. Again, I think journaling the answers to these questions and really writing, getting some writing down, I think is super helpful. So that's number three. 
Number four, I'm standing at a crossroads and I'm looking at a signpost. What are the words on that signpost? So the, the idea of this question is that it is, is helping you to think about a crossroads that you're at, right? You're at a, you're at a, if you think about what a crossroads is, you, there's a road going one way and a road going in another direction. You're trying to decide which road you want to go on. So what are the signs pointing on the one road or the other road? And maybe there's three crossroads. Maybe there's a, it's an intersection with four crossroads. It's, that's up to you. Um, I remember some of these questions come directly from a conference that I attended in 2009. And I happened to be at a very, it, it was an interesting time in my life. Uh, I had just gone through a very major change and I was kind of questioning everything. It, I think when you have a major life change, um, it's an opportunity to kind of think about everything, kind of put everything in the mix and decide what you want, it, want your life to be. And so I went to this conference and we had this speaker and he asked us and we actually wrote the answers down while we were in this session. And this was one of the questions and I really liked this. I liked this question. So this idea of having this signpost up. So, you know, maybe the words on your signpost are security versus risk. Maybe the signpost has to do with two cities you're thinking about. Maybe it's, you know, home and then somewhere else that's not home that's more risky for you to go to. Maybe there's a relationship issue that's on the signs. Um, maybe it's stay or go related to your current job. It could be anything, um, but I want you to just get in that space, kind of visualize that you're at that crossroads. There's a signpost there, and what does it say? Number five, what have people said about me my whole life? What are the things that people have said about you from earliest memories. For, for me, one I can remember from my first grade teacher, I think this is great. My first grade teacher, somewhere in the, you know, boxes in my storage closet, I have my report cards back from elementary school and, and every, you know, every year. And my first grade teacher had written, Lisa needs a career that combines music and writing. She had recognized it at first grade. I was a really good writer and I was musical. Well, I got a degree in music education. I taught in the school system for three years and I am now very much a writer and, and um, you know, editor and all of those things. And so I think that that's so interesting. And I can look at other points and other teachers who encouraged my writing um, skills along the, the time. So what have people said about you your entire life? Number six, just go for it. What is the it? So just go for it. So this really, I think, kind of gets back to that signpost question. So what's the it in your life that you have thought about going for? Is it starting your own business? Is it moving to a new city? Is it getting into a new career field? Is it going back to school? Is it asking for a promotion? What is it? What's the it? Number seven, if I could test drive any profession, what would it be and why? Any profession. So don't worry about whether you have the educational requirements to do the work. You're going to test drive it. I can absolutely tell you that the, the field that I would want to test drive would be travel writer. I, I've often said for many years, I think that's the perfect career for me. Um, I would get to travel, write about it. Everybody, I, everything would be comp. They'd all be like falling all over themselves to make me happy because I'd be writing about this location. 
And so that would be the, the profession that I would test drive. And, and, and those are the reasons why. And I think that the reason that this is a great question is that, as with many of these questions, I think there's threads in these questions that you can pull into the career decision that you make. So what does that mean? So if we use me as an example, I'm not going to go be a travel writer. It's um, it's not something that, that I care to do for good for my actual work. But what does that tell me? It tells me that I want to travel more. So maybe, you know, whether it's me going to find a job that requires more travel or just incorporating travel for leisure more into my life. Um, and and it, it sort of emphasizes how much I love to write. Number eight. And I love this question so much. If I was not worried about the consequences, what chaos would I introduce into my life right now? What chaos would I introduce into my life right now? And I think this one, this one is very similar. So I will tell you that when you get the five-day course, you pick, I don't know, I think it says three or four of these questions. So some of these, there's a little bit of repetition. And I think this one is, is definitely um, repetitive. But I love the idea of thinking about it as chaos, because chaos doesn't have to be bad. We tend to think that it is. But what's the chaos? Is the chaos moving halfway across the country? Is the chaos quitting your job and going back to graduate school? Is the chaos, um, you know, going into business for yourself? What's the chaos that you're thinking about introducing into your life right now? And then the final one, write down a recurring symptom in your body. So this could be headaches, this could be certain kind of pain, it could be um, digestive issues. What is a, a recurring symptom that shows up in your body? And then I want you to give that symptom a voice. And, and this is an interesting question. This one came from that conference in 2009. And since that time, I've read a book by a woman named, I believe her name is Louise Hay, and it's um, Heal Your Body, I think is what the name of the book is. She's recently passed away. But it's like a almost like a dictionary, and you can look up the symptom that you're having in your body and what is the cause of it, kind of metaphysically what's the cause of it and what is it's kind of an affirmation that you can say to heal your body and it's very interesting because I think that our bodies oftentimes are trying to tell us something about the work that we're in so let's just take an example if you're having if you're having uh, really serious back issues you're at a desk job all day long and your back is really really bothering you maybe the voice that that symptom has for you is you know, I want to be up and moving around more often. I don't want to be in a, at a desk. I don't want to be sitting. I don't want to be so sedentary in my work. So maybe that's what your body is trying to tell you. So I think that's an interesting one. So whether you answer these questions, whether you grab a copy of my five-day opt-in uh, Finding Your Professional Purpose course, or whether you go uh, some other method, whether you go straight to me and say, hey, Lisa, I'd like to do the career decisions package that you mentioned, which is um, where I administer the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which is a personality inventory, the strong interest inventory, which is an interest assessment. And then we do some, we do three coaching sessions around that to really get clear on the path that you want to take and what do we need to do to get on that path? What are the, what are the steps to success? Whatever you do, the important thing is that you do it and that you're not just in what I see so many people in, which is sort of this, um, this physics principle, you know, an object in motion tends to stay at motion. 
And so they've, they've gotten in this career. They don't love it. They complain about it all the time. It's affecting the other two-thirds of their life, um, whether it's lack of sleep or it's affecting their relationships. Maybe they're gaining weight. Um, whatever it is, it's really affecting every aspect of their life. And yet they don't take the time to consider even the possibility of making a change to find something that is a real good fit for them. So I really hope that you will do that. I also ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Please, please, please give me some five-star reviews. That would make me very happy. And uh, as always, I want to be your career coach. So shoot me a question. Feel free to write me a question in the comments box, or you can email me. That's lesa at exclusivecareercoaching.com, lesa at exclusivecareercoaching.com, and I will hook you up with whatever it is you are in need of. So I want to be here for you, and I uh, hope you'll take advantage of that. So I hope you have a fantastic week, and I'll be with you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.